episode 18. All aboard! <laughs> damn it, damn it. Sorry, I was gonna. I was trying crazy train entrance. Hi, hi, hi. Hello, hello, hello. We are TNC the Premix back for episode 19. And episode 19 is brought to you by Hold on a Waterfront. What? You had some crackle there for a second. Was it? Does it sound better now? Yeah, it sounds better. Okay. okay. I just get gun shy now. I'm sorry. Oh, Jesus. Don't scare me like that. Um, as I was saying, uh, episode 19 is brought to you by Waterfront Docking LLC. Um, if you haven't got your docks and boat lifts and jet ski lifts out on the water yet and you need help doing so, you can give Jim and team and the team a call. Uh, get a hold of Jim at 605-270-9426. Um, You've heard their name before if you've listened to the show. Um, they're good at what they do. They've been in business for, for several years now and um, serving around Lake Madison and uh, the surrounding lakes. So it's, if, uh, it's, not too, it's not too late, folks. I mean, 4th of July is coming up. The way these months have been going by, 4th of July is going to be here like next week. If it's not in yet, give Jim a call. They do great work They all hours of the day. Preferably very early in the morning. He has young children. Uh, but yeah, um, they do uh, dock installation, removal, and sales. Um, so yeah, give them a call, get a quote, ask them about their services. Um, you know, just if you want to just chat with Jim about about docks and stuff, um, give him a call, 605-270-9426. And... Let's get into it. up dude not a whole lot um just uh been kind of seeing a lot of the uh the minneapolis stuff in the news um i guess yeah i guess if anybody isn't aware lives under a rock um i'm jealous yeah george george floyd was essentially murdered um 
by a police officer that refused to remove his knee from the back of his neck as he was um, pinned down uh, on, the, on the street, on the sidewalk or whatever. Crying out that he couldn't breathe. Yeah. As three other officers, um, which essentially are accessories to murder at this point, um, did nothing. So pretty fucking terrible. Um, uh, I, I, I know we don't, I don't really like politics. I don't discuss them. I don't think this is political. Uh, I will take a very hard stance on this. That was absolutely a fucking murder. What that, what that cop did was a fucking murder and I do not like it. And I will take a hard stance against cops murdering innocent black people. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously the, you know, the, the city, you know, Minneapolis and St. Paul area, there's been riots going on and, and looting and mass destruction, um, you know, in, in outgoing protest for the senseless killing that happened. And it's, um, it's sad. It's sad, uh, you know, completely all around and, um, absolutely just terrible. I cannot, I cannot voice this enough. And this for some reason has a little more personal thing for me because I mean, I feel like especially around here, like the cities was always kind of one of those trips that you took. Like you kind of went there with your family. You went to a Vikings game. You went to mall of America. Like, you know, Minneapolis, like I, I mean, there I've, I've taken day trips to Minneapolis. Like I, I can, I can, I know where these people are rioting at. Like it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And not to, not to make, make light of the situation at all, but um, just being true to myself and trying to find some, you know, try to be uh, positive and, and joking around about some things to just try to, I don't know, make light of the situation. Cause it is so terrible. Um, did you see that big old heifer on the rascal stabbing people? <laughs> yes, I have. I have that written down. Holy fuck. I laughed so hard. <laughs> like I said, I mean, it's fucking terrible, but to kind of, you know, go away from that and just see something that is just absolutely yeah. crazy. And I, I, I kind of, I, I kind of <laughs> wanted to preface our conversation with these Minnesota, with what's going on in Minnesota with we're, I'm going to say my feelings. We're going to keep that in this box over here. What I do after I voice those feelings is going to be over here. And if you hear it out of context, I'm going to sound like a fucking asshole. But I have some funny things to say about it. And one of those was that fucking couch of a lady getting just fucking blasted by the fire extinguisher. Dude, what? Like the video, you know, it was like somebody was doing it on Snapchat, but. Like you could see that she had what looked like a knife in her nope. hand. I mean, she was essentially a battle bot with with diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> instead, instead of her blood being oil, it was Mountain Dew. Yeah, like she parks her rascal in the doorway and has what looks like a small pocket knife, and she's trying to. She was defend she target. Was, I don't know what yeah, was she was the there. Lord. She was Lord of the Rings in Target. Like you shall not pass. Yeah. Uh, the uh, so I saw that video, laughed immediately because whoever shot her with the fire extinguisher 
had a fucking red dot scope on that thing because he blasted her with 3,000 pounds of fire extinguisher fluid directly to the fucking face. Yeah. And, but it came, like, I thought it was an old lady. Uh, I think that lady turned out to be 30 years old. That's, I, I read that too. Um, and that and supposedly well, there was like footage of her like what? standing up and getting out of the rascal. So she was not a disabled old lady. She was actually just a very obese, crazy 30 year old woman. Yeah. Slash already... battle bot with diabetes. <laughs> there's already one morbidly obese, crazy 30 year old woman in this, in this world. And that's me. <laughs> she can't just have that. Uh, but the thing I wanted to talk about was, and I was, I was going to send it to you, uh, send it to you. I saw um, one of the memes, as the kids are calling them, on Twitter of someone put that video. And then there's like a movie clip of where an old lady in a wheelchair gets pushed through, uh, or like comes flying through like a plate glass window. And they respond with that. And then someone took that gif and edited the Stone Cold Steve Austin entrance music behind it. So it's just the glass breaking. <laughs> and I was I was sitting alone at work. Uh, I was waiting for a truck outside and I watched it. And I, no shit, laughed so loud that it echoed in an empty warehouse. Just, I was howling with laughter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God damn. Just, I'm, I'm just picturing her. Someone had to have edited the video already of her in the BattleBots arena. <laughs> like it's just it's a it's her against the battle bot that has like the flipper on it that I was just flipping, <laughs> <laughs> and she just gets tossed to the moon. Oh yeah, God. that was absolutely tremendous. Uh, let me. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna send that to you right now on air. <laughs> Don't worry. I keep it ready at all times. I showed it to. Uh, I showed it to all the old truck drivers. Because obviously they had some hot political stances about it, yeah, <laughs> and which I will not discuss because they are not where you want them to be. But uh, actually, a lot of them were just like, a lot of them kept saying the thing where they're just like, "Yeah, that cop definitely committed murder, but why are they looting?" And I was just like, "God damn it, guys, you just do not understand anything." Like, and I just I don't want to talk about this right now. I'm clearly trying to sell bad product to good farmers. I mean, I don't do that. <laughs> if anyone wants to buy stuff from me, let me know. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, like I was showing it to the farmers and they were dying laughing. Cause it is, I also, a lot of them knew who, a lot of them love wrestling. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> Not really surprising when I think of it, but uh, I just, uh, I just sent you that. So you should peep that real quick. Cause woohoo. Sorry, that was so loud. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta listen to it loud because it's beautiful. <laughs> that art should be. I I want that on a screen in my house at all times. Yeah, uh, but I mean, so, I mean, you've seen. I mean, obviously, you've had to have seen the pictures. The pictures coming out of these riots are fucking insane. Yeah, it's it's nuts. Um, I actually was just reading uh, 
reading a post, like a little article right, right before we came on, uh, it was a lady who was out this morning and part of today, um, with like large groups of people cleaning up and just like random citizens and shit. And, um, you know, a lot of that isn't getting shown, but like people just from the community, I think even people that might've been part of the riot, um, and part of the protest, you're, you're crackling. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I hate to interrupt because what you're saying was very true, but I know for a fact, if you listen to this back and you hear crackling, you're going to blame me. Uh, yeah, I, I just, while you're fixing that, I did see like the, the teams of people going out cleaning up. It's this whole situation is so fucking mind fuckingly bad that they're not even showing people being like the other side of it's like, there's still good happening. Check one, two, check one, two. All right. Well, Cody's fixing that. Welcome to the Tyler podcast, the Tyler power hour. Can you, does it sound better now? It does sound better now. Yeah, I don't know what, I don't know if I was, if I was I talking, think, not, I don't know. There's still a little bit of crackle. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't, I don't, for some reason it's, it's, it's there. I don't know how much the, how much it'll pick it up, but it's still there. Folks, I wish Cody would figure it out. He's the tech guy. I'm not the tech guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on here. It's a pretty deep crackle. Should we should we pause real should we pause recording? Is there a way just to pause? Ah uh, fuck. Weird things I saw on the road today. I visited many shitty little towns. Things I saw. Every place I stop, every elevator I stopped at has the exact same guy working for them. He has long hair. He wears Oakleys. He never gets off the forklift. I love him. He's a king. Am I crackling now? I don't think so. Or is that just my voice? How about now? It's a little bit there still. Fuck it. Let's just roll with it. Huh. I wonder. Have you tried spitting on it? Oh, that was better. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, I don't know. I still got a little little cracky. Huh. Like you're like you're going through puberty. Yeah, well. Don't yeah. know. Yeah. It'll solve itself. It's fixed itself. You fixed it last time. I have faith in you. But yes, sorry to interrupt with the crackling stuff. Uh, you were talking about there's actually good people cleaning up now. Yeah, there was. Um, I I uh, was reading an article and it was um, about a lady and they were out cleaning up and there's a guy dressed as Spider-Man and like they were just like out like cleaning up a bunch of shit and are you sure it was a guy dressed as Spider-Man or was it actually Spider-Man? I mean, is there any way to actually tell? I don't think so, but, um, yeah, I mean, it seems like, you know, amidst all the chaos, there's, you know, there's, you know, 
still there's light. good people, you know, there, there's good people there. And like, yes, the chaos and the looting is not good. The murder was obviously really, really bad. Yeah. And the whole situation is just, you know, bad all around. And um, yeah, there's, there's definitely a lack of understanding um, yes. about the whole entire thing. So, and I won't, you know, I won't project my opinions about it too much, but it's just a shitty situation, yeah. you know? And so, I mean, I will also not do that. I do want to discuss like some of the, like the pictures of like the buildings on fire and we're crazy. Like, like I'm talking legit. Like if you could draw that an oil painting and told me that happened in like the great Chicago fire of 1903, I'd be like, yep. Uh, the videos of them looting Target were absolutely fucking hilarious. Like, they cleaned that Target completely out. They were taking display cases. They were taking shelves. It was, they, they, they looted an AutoZone. And I know you have your feelings about AutoZone. But I just, I can't imagine just being like, I have to go take some batteries. Like, I have to. Yeah. Uh, if if I was gonna loot Target, you know what I'd you know the first thing I'd loot? The icy machine from their food court. Ooh. <laughs> just tear that just, thing out the wall. hundred percent. I would I I would steal the icy machine. I did see one I saw a guy uh who had just it was just a it was a white guy. He was wearing a mask, like a N95 mask or whatever. And he had just stolen, like, a, he just looted, like, a huge thing of fucking Legos. That dude I kind of agreed with. And the meme I saw about it was just like, I need to know the guy who cares enough about a pandemic to wear a mask and to join looting about basically race riots and goes to Target and just steals Legos. Like, that dude's an absolute wild card. That guy is obviously the most dangerous person that was yeah, amongst them. Like that guy's a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you ever seen the movie? Uh, I think it's called Predators with like Adrian Brody. Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, well, Arnold Schwarzenegger stars in Predator. Oh, it yeah, right, right. yeah. It involves if there's less Arnold in this one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this one, like Adrian Brody, gets transported. Like Adrian Brody, Brody's like a military sniper. Him and a bunch of other like the best killers in the world get transported to the Predator's home planet. And they like hunt them on a game reserve, but the entire time Topher Grace is with them, and they can't figure out why, like what Topher, why he's so, why he's such a good killer. And it turns out the end Topher Grace is like a serial killer that poisons people. So mm. Topher Grace was, was the bad guy. I know we talk about Topher Grace a weird amount. I have but, seen that show. Yeah, but that that's what that white guy reminded me of. They're like. Everyone else is throwing Molotov cocktails and stealing shit. And that dude's just secretly poisoning people and stealing Legos like a true autist. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw that. That was very, very strange. But the whole thing this comes down to is how fucking awesome does looting look, dude? Looting looks fucking awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, essentially, I guess you get a free pass to bust a bunch of shit, and yeah. and you know that's really all I want. 
like it is like they're just running around taking whatever they want breaking shit oh my god that looks so fucking fun which brings me to a question top three stores to loot I'll, I'll go first if i was involved in something that didn't involve have to if i was involved in looting and rioting and hopefully it's for something you know not bad like this the first store i'm hitting foot locker mm. i'm gonna get some sick, kick, sick kicks a bunch of sweatsuits i'm gonna be fly as fuck <laughs> what would be your first store to loot um shit man i don't know uh maybe like a a shields and just steal a bunch of sporting goods shit maybe some new clubs shields was number two on my list solid choice solid choice we're basically snake drafting right now because shields would be incredible to loot you can you got clothes you can steal you got you got shoes I guess if we're snake driving that, my my second would. Now that I think about it, I might have done Best Buy first. Best Buy would be good. You could See, get some I high thought, ticket items in a short amount of time. Yeah, I was gonna say it's basically a supermarket sweep. Like you're running around, you only got it's. Uh, remember on Nickelodeon, like when we were little, and they would show like the kids running through a Toys R Us, mm-hmm. and like absolutely just crushing it. I wanted to do that so bad as a kid. That's probably where I got addicted to looting because that's basically all that was. Yeah. Supermarket sweep. That was an all time show. You definitely go for the hams. You just start hams. throwing in the I large say, hams. Yeah, those, those huge hams. You got to load up on those. Uh, but yeah, see, I thought about Best Buy because once again, you got the big ticket items. You're walking out with two 85 inch TVs. You can't, like, you can do that there. I thought of something that combined my love of other things with my love of expensive things. Costco. Mm. They've got, they've got technology there. They have huge TVs. Plus you have, I mean, you could steal so many like popcorn shrimp and <laughs> like, I mean, just tons of chicken tenders. Dude, I, it would be awesome. I want to loot so bad. And Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm taking the wrong. I'm. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm the bad guy in this situation. But fuck, I want to loot. It's like uh, uh, it's like the situation. It's like, what would you do if you're the last man on earth? It's like you don't. You obviously never want to be the last person on earth. But if you were, it'd be pretty fucking cool for a little bit. You're going to the car dealership. You're stealing something fast. Yeah. You're driving around. You're living the life for about a week. At the end of that week, when you're all bored and depressed, you hit right. You hit the pharmacy up. You take yourself a bunch of dizzy pills. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Looting just looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, I, just, it. I I think that goes back to like our Viking heritage of just pillaging a town. Yeah. That's uh. You're rolling in, you're starting fires. You're taking what you want. What's that? You have 55 gold to blooms? Mine now. <laughs> I also, I don't know if they have toy stores anymore, but I think I'd, I think I'd like to loot a toy store just to live out my 
Nickelodeon Toys R Us fantasy. <laughs> Are Toys R Us even open anymore? I don't think so. I I honestly don't know. Because I thought that they were like closing or or um like I don't know if they were going bankrupt. Maybe. Yeah, I think there was like a Babies R Us like portion that still might have been open, but like the Kids R Us or Toys R Us um, kids deal. I thought that they had closed a bunch of stores, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, I I know the uh, the only the only Toys R Us I'm really familiar with was the one in Sioux Falls, mm-hmm. and. Uh, that one did take a real downturn in quality when the old internet started kicking. Mm-hmm. That was the most depressing place on earth there for a while because it was just covered in toys, and towards the end it was dark. it looked like a Kmart. That's how bad it was. <laughs> uh, I did uh, one thing I did think of when they were looting Target was I worked at Target for like a hot two months when I was like twenty two. Uh was not a great employee. <laughs> but one of the fantasies I always had, have you, like, have you ever worked in retail? Oh, yeah. Did they give you the speech about how if someone steals something, like just let them take it? Yep. Was it your raw fantasy to like someone steals something and they just give you the fucking green light and you actually get to light that person up? I always, like, I worked at uh, Cabela's, um, when I was going to tech school and they said the same thing um, that, and I worked at a grocery store in, in Mitchell for a little while too. They said the same stuff there too. That was like one of their policies. Like if somebody comes in to steal, like you, you don't follow them. You just, you know, report it to your supervisor or call the authorities and that's it. But I mean, yeah. if somebody's like trying to steal something or, or rob the store. Like I'm just going to take them down. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I want to be the hero. Uh, that literally was like the only thing I could think of when I was at Target because Target is entirely staffed by like 19 year old girls, elderly, elderly men and women who uh, didn't save up for retirement and lazy, no for good, good for nothings like me who are also <laughs> going to tech school because <laughs> they flamed down at real college. Uh, like that entire time I was there, like they stuck me back in electronics, obviously, because they're like, oh, you're a dude, you know, electronics. And I was like, I have played a video game. <laughs> I did own a Sega Dreamcast. And just the entire time, I just was, I was literally like down in a three point stance, just being like, oh, fucking steal some, steal a toy. Let like a, let like a similar, similarly sized 19 year old boy fucking steal something and just let me come off the edge. I got my ears pinned back, coach. I'm fucking putting them down. And I would frequently talk about because at retail stores, like I know at Target, we had to have like a team meeting like every time, like when the new shift started. And I would frequently bring this up in front of like all the other workers. I'm just like, today's the day. I'm fucking feeling it. My khakis, they're tight, but not too tight. So I got some running room. I'm wearing reasonable sneakers because I'm going to be here for three hours. And this fucking red polo is popping and I will fucking take him down. It was, I was ready for it. That was just, that was one of those things. I was, I was hoping other retail workers felt the same way. How dare they tell you not to let me, let me go big game hunting. We were still selling CDs in the Lord's year 2012. 
someone's going to try to steal those. I got my eye on them. I feel like, um, like most people, like they would want you to stop it, but I think that, you know, legally by rule, they can't tell you to, because if something were to happen to you and you got hurt or something, then you could potentially yeah. sue the company. But yeah, I'm, I'm not worried. Not about on my watch. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, this is my fucking house. If I'm going to be here half hung over at 7 a.m. on a Saturday, you best believe I'm going head hunting. <laughs> I had I had two fan it was it was that where I just spear the guy and take him down and get up just like what are you gonna do now? And I also had a dream where the person's a little bit faster than me, so I can't I can't get the edge to spear them. So instead when they're running away, you know how when you're running like your back foot kicks out? Just I just with the kick? I fucking side I kick their foot as it swings back. They're fucking going for a tumble. There's not a person in the world that's going to outlast that. They're going down. <laughs> you, and then I stand you, you put some. You put some thought into this. Oh, dude. I am not kidding. I think I worked like a grand total of like 19 hours a week at Target. And 19 hours of that was spent daydreaming about just murdering a goddamn shoplifter. I did hear a rumor at Target and like other big retailers like that where they will let you steal because normally if you steal once, like you'll come like, Oh, I got away with it. I can steal again. And so they'll let you keep stealing. And meanwhile, they have target has one of like the best, like facial recognition softwares. Uh, like even like the NSA uses them for it. Like and they're centered in Minnesota and supposedly they will build a case up against you and what you're stealing. And they'll wait until it gets over like, grand theft or whatever which is like a thousand dollars and then they'll get you after it goes over a thousand dollars so you go to jail jail hmm there's a rumor i heard on the target target streets no big deal i feel like i've heard that before too and it's a long uh, boy yeah i was gonna say it's a real long con i do know the uh the dude at the target i worked at who was like the theft present prevention specialist who was a grand total of five six and 295 pounds he was he was not built for speed like <laughs> if that man puts a bear paw on you you're fucking swimming rip <laughs> you, you bust out of that you never go back to that target again because next person you run into is going to be me <laughs> uh, they, uh, they did put me i did work there over black friday and I think their like their big thing that one year was like they were selling iPad minis mm. for like 179 bucks, and there was only like 20 of them, and they had them like just locked in a case. And literally, my entire job on Black Friday was to stand in front of the case. <laughs> and they were just like, because everyone else was tiny and old or old, and I was just there like, mm 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 mm. Where's your ticket, pal? That's funny. Um, so when Lily and I first started dating, she was, um, she was working at Victoria's Secret and nice. Victoria's Secret is staffed by like a bunch of tiny girls and like a couple like older middle-aged women for, for some reason. Kind the profiting kind of specialists. Yep. Yeah. So um, her manager, like the store manager, like I, I would, come in there sometime to like bring lily something or just be at the mall so i'd like stop in and say hi or i'd like bring I'll her try the underwear or something. And run away i get it yeah 
and uh like the the manager she wanted me to like come in and work black friday and just like just stand back there and uh lily pretty much shot it down she's like no 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 because she knew that i would probably go on a like go on an ego trip and yeah. start start putting people down that's <laughs> seriously that was drop the panties man it's it's three for five you got four it's like yeah, don't worry i brought my own taser it's like we didn't ask you to do that <laughs> it's like that's ah, no big deal oh yeah no i am if i get any situation where I get just a little bit of power above a normal person, I am instantly the worst person in the world. Yeah. Uh, a I think it would have been fun though. Just, just like beating down like a bunch of women. That sounded bad when I said it. <laughs> yeah, like that, but... I was just say. We'll work on the phrasing on that one. Yeah. Hopefully nobody takes that out of context. <laughs> So here I am standing over this broad. <laughs> I told her not to rush the counter. Had to take her down. Texas justice. That is incredible. Uh, a former sponsor, friend of the podcast, Cam Schaefer, owner, proprietor of bars in Madison, had a beer Olympics. And my team, Team Iceland, obviously won. There was a team there that... Uh, uh, my team was feuding with because they weren't good and they were challenging the throne. So there was like, it was me and a bunch of 28 year old dudes against like these 21 year old dudes who could sense our old age and they were chirping. Well, my team won. I was a little tuned up and cam had a megaphone. And since cam is my friend, he trusted me with the megaphone, which mm. ended up with me standing on a chair and telling that other team to go fuck themselves and i just remember the fear in cam's eyes as i said it and as he ripped the megaphone away from me and now there's a firm tyler doesn't get the megaphone rule once again i can't have any sort of power i feel like they would have established the megaphone rule ahead of time just just knowing what they're dealing with but lesson learned it's one of those like they shouldn't have to have signs at the zoo that say don't get in the lion's cage until they don't have the signs that someone gets in the lion's cage. You probably should know that I shouldn't have a megaphone, but until I have a megaphone, you don't actually know. But yeah, that was that. I, I, I don't know if other people have this fantasy. And so I'll ask you because you're me, uh, this whole like looting, like rioting thing. I always, that's something I've always wanted to do. Uh, I blame my father, <laughs> but I also have like, uh, what is it? A dream to rob a bank. Mm. Is that like, I think Westworld kind of, did you ever watch Westworld? Yeah. Yeah. See, I think that like, that really plays into what I really want to do. I don't want anyone to get hurt, but I like, I do want to be in like a shootout with the police after I rob a bank. Uh, like that that just interested me so goddamn much. A, sh- a shootout where no one gets hurt. Yeah, it would, it would have to be some sort of virtual reality or the cops are all made of robots or it's basically like glorified airsoft. But, oh, man, that'd be sick. Just rolling in there. You walk out. You're heavily armored. 
the cops were like, put the money down. You're just like, no. I, I should probably go to a therapist, huh? Yeah, maybe. I mean, <laughs> I think everybody's had like the, like, I guess I've thought of the, like, you know, robbing a bank, but like, it's more like a hypothetical, like, could you do it? And could you get away with it? Kind of like it's, it's fucked up to say, but you know, the, like I've watched enough forensic files to think, man, I think I could probably murder somebody and get away with it. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Not that I'm going to do it, but then it would be premeditated. Yeah. The thought is there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. If I ever go to court, we're going to have to, you're going to have to like thermite the hard drive of these. (laughs) You need to you need to fight Doctor Internet or whatever and get these taken down because these will get played in my court case. Uh, like yeah, like there's see there's two routes to bank robbing, either the shootout way, or the it's such an ingenious plan that you get away with it way. I want to do both. I like I want to Ocean's Eleven some uh, someone, and I want to the town the end of the movie the town where they shoot it out with the cops at Fenway Park I want both yeah I don't I don't think I have the same feelings to the shootout portion oh, well fine well fine <laughs> guess who's not on my guess who's not on my robbery team anymore Cody <laughs> I don't know you were going to be our getaway driver I clearly was going to be the handsome leader that somehow falls in love with the bank teller mm. You were gonna be the getaway driver. Free was gonna play my evil, like evil best friend slash brother, who always wants to murder people. Brad That's was fair. gonna play the Brad was gonna play the wild card who gets put on the team at the last second. Uh, Jim was gonna be our tech guy. <laughs> That's um, fair. Yeah. So uh, not not saying I had it all planned out because that'd be a weird thing to do and daydream about, but. <laughs> <laughs> All of all of this is hypothetical. <laughs> um, did you see that uh, El Prez, Dave Portnoy, came out and said that uh, the NFL and Roger Goodell pretty much withdrew his invite to do the Monday Night Football watch along? Had that had that down on the old list because I know we had talked about it before, and basically the exact thing happened that we thought would happen, where nope you can't come well how dare you disrespect charity like that and now they're going to get a ton of publicity we basically i should we charge them for what how the game plan basically happened yeah i i honestly for like a brief moment i thought that they were like they were actually going to go through with it um I think it was like wishful thinking because I just thought that it would be hilarious if like Roger Goodell and Dave were sitting there and like maybe maybe Roger Goodell had a clown shirt with Dave's face on it and Dave had a clown shirt with Roger's face on it. It could have worked so well. Both sides could have benefited. It's just funny how they're like, oh, we did a background check on you and found that you falsified NFL credentials and, you know, we're – you know, came to the Super Bowl when you weren't supposed to, and you were banned from the the, the facilities, and you know all this stuff, and you got detained, and all this shit. Yeah. And it's just like you guys knew about it ahead of time. Like Sorry. you could have <laughs> just like not let it happen, but it's yeah. like you you guys let him win the auction, and then 
then you start backpedaling because Roger's like, no, I can't. I can't have him in my house. It, I can't. It literally plays so well into El Prez's hands. Uh, it it couldn't have worked out any better because I'm sure – I mean, he obviously would have went and sat with Goodell just because the content would have been fantastic, much how you and I would sit down with that fuck stick Jamie Oliver <laughs> because it would be tremendous content. But goddamn NFL, step on your dicks a Thirty or forty thousand more times, and I'll quit watching NFL. Um, the one one thing they they can uh, I saw this a couple days ago, but they got rid of the uh, pass interference review um, rule. Okay, so, I saw that. I saw that, and I didn't quite understand it. So they're not going to review them anymore. So yeah, so like it can't be like a challenge anymore. So Damn. like you know you can't can't challenge it and have a replay and and put it to the booth again to see if it was actually pass interference like either they threw a flag for pass interference and you wanted to um you know try to challenge it or they didn't throw a flag for pass interference and you wanted it um i'm I'm okay with that yeah i mean it seemed like uh from my recollection of last season even though it's been so long ago was anytime anybody challenged they just didn't do it like they didn't like even if it was blatantly obvious they're just like yeah we're just not gonna do it yeah so essentially the rule didn't really matter after like the first few weeks anyways it just delayed the game for them yeah yeah we're not gonna overturn it that's exactly how i remember it too like there was never one time where i was just like oh shit i can't believe they overturned it it was basically them taking a 15 minute commercial break because mm-hmm. it always drug on forever. And if you have to watch a football play that close to see, like if you have to watch it for three minutes straight, you probably should just like, you, you know, in the first two watches, what's going on. You don't need 15 slow-mo replays to know what's going on. Especially if you're being paid to literally ref the game on the highest it, level. It did sound like they mentioned kind of like the whole sky judge type of thing where they're going to, allow um like right in the in the call on certain things they're gonna have like extra referee uh staff and kind of watch professionals to to help um you know officiate the game alongside when there's like questionable stuff or questionable calls so i i'm cool with that i'm cool with that uh the nfl as much as i love the nfl it does need to work on how fucking slow some games are like go on because that there is nothing worse like you're watching a good game and then you know you get hit with a you know a review and it's blatantly obvious to everyone who's watching it on TV what happened and then they delay the game for like 10 minutes and then there's a shitload of commercials and then you come finally they come back and start playing then there's a penalty and then they get so you know the game gets slowed down again then you're back at commercials and the NFL as like they they need to work on that the the pace of play I don't need NFL games over in, you know, an hour and a half or anything, but I don't need NFL games taking five hours and 25 minutes. This isn't fucking baseball. Like, yeah, I do not need that. Like I, I obviously, like, I think everybody is, is probably under the same thought that they definitely want everything to be officiated correctly. But yeah, yeah. if they're going to do that, it's got to be quick. Like they got to, yeah. you know, take it to them right away and be like, all right, you know, have your review, but it needs, you know, there has to be like a, a time window. You can't yeah. prolong things. Cause 
that that screws up the momentum of the game. You know, if somebody's like winning, you know, for the defense yeah. gets a chance to rest. I mean, it, it yeah, exactly. A lot of that's that's the whole thing. It's just like, oh, we got them on the ropes. Oh shit, we just had a twenty minute break and play. All of a sudden, the defense is back on top again. And you know, I hate point points getting scored in the NFL. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I did. I did see that, and I was as I read it, but I didn't quite understand that. So I'm glad you kind of broke that down for me. And that was my understanding of just kind of reading reading the article real quick. But um, I also I saw another article about uh, Josh Dobbs, who's like a uh, backup quarterback, or I guess he was like QB three um, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Nailed um, it. And uh like supposedly he went to like nasa like some sort of nasa space camp and they were like making a big deal about it but um the my takeaway from the article was that uh i didn't realize that jay gruden is the oc in jacksonville now and that was my big takeaway from the article because um i like jay gruden i think he i mean he he spent what 10 years in the arena football league he was a somewhat successful coach. He won two championships yep. in the AFL, I think. Um, <laughs> did not transition well into the NFL. Did not. Um, did not at all. And I, for some reason, I weirdly do remember him in the Arena Football League. I don't know why, but I really do. I feel like Sports Center always kind of talked about it. Yeah, I think he, like, from like 1998 to like 2008, he was in the Arena Football League. Um, he coached for like 10 years. Um, and then, he got like his first, his first coaching job for the NFL was in 2014 for the Redskins. And I didn't, uh, yeah, did not didn't work. go well. <laughs> it did not work. You can't, you can't have that attitude when you're not a winner. Yeah. Only work. You can only be Bill Belichick if you're winning Super Bowls. <laughs> you can't be Bill Belichick and go three and 13 or else your players are going to kill you. Yeah. yeah, that is that is absolutely good for Jay Gruden. God damn, have you seen John Gruden's son, Deuce? Is it do? Is it Deuce? He's the Deuce short, Gruden. ripped one, right? Yep, he's like a fucking tank. Yeah, and he's like five foot three, and he's just massive. Uh, whenever they show him on the sidelines, I just laugh and I laugh and I laugh. Do you see him? Um, pretty sure they they cut a shot of him um, during the draft. He was like just standing there, just like looked like he was just flexing, like he just <laughs> vein popping out of his head. <laughs> Dad, are the cameras gone yet? I'm, I want to breathe. Ooh, ooh, probably shouldn't be doing breathing jokes yet. Ooh. That one was on. That one wasn't related to the other stuff. <clears throat> um, and then you, you see, breathe into the mic, you sick son of a bitch. <laughs> did you see? Did you see the uh, the Titans game thing? Um, on NBC and Joe Thomas was competing against like a fireman. I didn't see that until this morning uh, because some super cool podcast tweeted it at me and I got lost in my Twitter because Twitter's new and terrible now, but I did watch that. I didn't know if you knew that I was actually in love with Joe Thomas. I am fully in love with Joe Thomas. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't realize that, um, like fun fact about Joe Thomas in 2005 when he was playing in the Capital One Bowl against Auburn 
Um, he tore his ACL playing defensive end because, like, there were so many injuries on the defensive side. So he he went in to play defensive end. They won the game, but he uh, ended up, like, tearing his ACL playing defense. And he was on the fence for declaring for the draft that year, but then he ended up going back to Wisconsin playing another year before he did. Joe Thomas is literally like a superhuman athlete. He is, I mean, yeah, just the ability to be like, oh, yeah, I'm a great offensive lineman. I'll just go play defensive end. Like, we're pretty hurt. Yeah, I'll just go do that. It's like, well, you guys lost the game, right? Because you're a fill-in player? Oh, no. <laughs> like, well, we won. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like he, you know, he was obviously, he's obviously a well-known, uh, well-known former player. Uh, he retired in like what, 2018? 2018, yeah, I believe 2018. Yeah, um, LeBron was still with the Cavs. <laughs> uh, he, you know, obviously like a Pro Bowl talent, and I feel like more people would know who Joe Thomas was if he hadn't played for the Browns. Browns, yes. If Joe Thomas played for like a marquee, like a franchise, like a marquee team, you know, the Patriots, the Cowboys, fuck, even just a team that was just good for a couple of years. Joe Thomas would be celebrated as like a fucking the one of the greatest of all times because he like in my eyes he really is because I mean ten thousand snaps uh, ten thousand offensive snaps in a row I mean never missed a game was literally a monster uh, I don't have the exact stuff pulled up in front of me but like tons of Pro Bowls basically was if he was like if he was your left tackle if, like that means your defensive end was just shut down. Like, he wasn't touching Joe Thomas. And the whole – I know what people are thinking, because you even laughed at it too, and I said LeBron still played for the Cavs. I, the reason that relates to Joe Thomas is – so Joe Thomas retires and goes to a Cavs game and literally lost, like, 120 pounds in, like, two months. Like, he showed up to that Cavs game, like, shredded. And this is Joe Thomas. He is six foot six. I mean, it just, he's an absolute monster, monster of a human being. LeBron went and hugged Joe Thomas. And if I told you one of those guys played football and the other one played basketball, you would have completely flip-flopped that. Because LeBron made Joe Thomas look like a fucking JV player. It was just hilarious to see. Huh. It was, that's why, that's why I related that back to LeBron. Let's yeah, see. it's it's crazy. It's like a lot of those offensive linemen that will like be out of the game for like a year or and then they'll like, you know, maybe get take like a broadcaster job or yep. they'll be like a correspondent or something and you'll see them and like yeah, when you're not training and taking in all those calories, it's like they just drop weight and most of them are like pretty, you know, pretty cut up individuals, but you don't really yeah. see it because they got all the weight, you know, weight. packed on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean but it's yeah. it's it's not it's not natural to be like 300 I mean you can weigh 330 pounds but like you're never going to be like holy shit that dude's like you're going to notice you're 330 pounds when you're 6 foot 6 and you're down to like 260 and you're fucking shredded people are going to be like holy shit that's an alpha predator cuz Joe Thomas did it Jeff Saturday did it he used to, mm -hmm. he was the center for the Colts with Peyton Manning forever um fuck is it Mark Mark Reed? Uh, he was he's on ESPN all the time. Uh, he used to be like he was on Pardon My Take when they started doing Chaw Dogs and shit. <laughs> uh, like he dropped a shitload of weight. 
Um, my personal friend, Kyle Long, which is kind of weird we're talking about this. He's currently like, he's kind of like documenting it on Instagram now. And he was always kind of like, he's 6'6". Six, six. He was always like, he was always on a smaller side of an offensive guard, but he was still like 310 pounds. And now he's down to 260. And like, he posted a picture of himself shirtless on Instagram today. He's fucking yacked. Like he's just absolutely ripped. And I feel it's like, one thing. Yeah, oh, I feel like if you, if you if you're um you know that big and you you're you're holding that much muscle mass on your body and you like obviously they're like those guys they're not just gonna like stop working out because that's you know that's what they've been doing like their that's whole literally lives. their entire life. But I feel like when you when you have that much muscle mass on your body, it just you're burning calories just you know just hanging around. So yeah. they you know adjust the diet a little bit and, and start doing a little bit different training. Yeah, it's crazy how yeah, when you're when you're no longer eating to be 330 pounds and work out for six hours a day and you switch down to like fucking half those calories and you're still working out for three hours a day, you're going to get shredded. And that's what many offensive linemen have taught me, which is why I am not shredded. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> but uh, it's one of those things where. Uh, I, cause I noticed it with Kyle long and I didn't write it down or anything. Cause I didn't know we were going to talk about it, but, uh, when like dudes who are that size, who used to weigh so much, their legs are used to carrying around so much mass that they lose weight and they, their legs are just fucking absolutely just shredded. <laughs> like they are cut from diamonds like, cause it, it was the thing with Kyle Long today when I saw it, I was like, holy shit, Kyle Long has the most muscular calves I've ever fucking seen. It's like, these things are just cinder blocks of muscle. And yeah, it's like, if I weighed, if I weighed 160 pounds, I would have just diamond calves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My calves are very small in proportion to my body. But I feel like, yeah, like if I was 160 pounds, my calves wouldn't look that bad. Yeah. Just, I'm just looking over Joe Thomas's stats right now because it's very – like people used to ask me my favorite NFL player, and I, I would say Joe Thomas, and they would have no fucking clue who that was. But Joe Thomas, games played in the NFL, 167. Games started in the NFL, 167. Ten-time Pro Bowler, seven-time first-team All-Pro, two-time second-team All-Pro. Uh, unanimous 2010s de- all-decade team, Outland Trophy, which is the college college's best offensive lineman, uh, Browns Ring of Honor, which I'm sure is three people. Very uh, prestigious. <laughs> Johnny Manziel's being one of them, I'm sure. But God, I want to say, um, I want to say Joe Thomas. I'm trying to find it right now. He in in high school. I want to say he was a state champion in football, basketball, wrestling, and then he set like uh he set like the Wisconsin uh record. I think he's from Wisconsin. Uh, he might, yeah, he's from Wisconsin. I want to say he also set the Wisconsin shot and disc, discus record, which is just insane. Like Wisconsin's known for making af- absolute beef buses, and Joe Thomas was the best wisconsin athlete basically of all time like that's nuts yeah he's he's a hell of an athlete and like that um 
that Titans game thing, which if nobody's seen it, it's essentially like American Ninja Warrior right. that The Rock hosts, essentially. Yeah, which is very much up my alley. <laughs> yeah, and he like that uh that that uh contest or the the match or whatever you want to call it when he was competing yeah. against that one guy. It's like the whole time, like Joe Thomas was just completely cool. Like he wasn't yeah rushing anything he was just taking his time you know and like that one guy i think thought he had it one at the end and he had like that idol and he like put it in the thing and joe thomas like most people would have saw that guy already like look like he was gonna win and would just stop no nope, joe thomas just kept business as usual and, and ended up fucking beating him at the end <laughs> yeah and that's exactly he's just like joe thomas is like oh yeah titan games yeah that's cool yeah i'm pretty i'm pretty good <laughs> like He's that he's that like guy that like you just like you're playing pickup basketball and you're like ah fuck I guess I'll take that guy, and he just comes out and he's like oh yeah no I was actually all I was actually played D one uh when I played pro overseas for a little bit it's like holy fuck you had a gut on you I didn't know you could tomahawk dunk it <laughs> that's basically what Joe Thomas did it was hilarious um this is kind of random but I. I saw just like a random stat when I was um, scrolling through Twitter and it was the, uh, who do you, who do you think has the record for the most consecutive pass attempts without being sacked? Rich Gannon. It is Dan Marino with 759 dropbacks. Um, that's a uh, consecutive streak. Um, 759 of them without being sacked. Holy shit. Yeah. That's amazing. That is a lot of dropbacks. That's like a whole fucking season. Yeah. Which, I mean, there was a lot of trolls online. They were like, well, you should be including the, you know, the, the old line in those stats. I'm like, yeah, that's true. But at the same time, I mean, um, there's a lot of times when quarterbacks get sacked and it's because of the quarterback, you know, right. like you, yeah, you held on too, too long or, you know, you don't get 35 seconds in the pocket, Russell Wilson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's Yeah. I guess Dan Marino, that's probably a pretty good guess. I uh, also saw a, uh, the most consecutive game streaks with a uh, touchdown pass. Um, Warren moon. Drew Brees actually. With uh, fifty-four, um, Tom Brady at uh, comes shit. in at number two with fifty-two, and then uh, Peyton Manning fifty-one, Johnny Unitas forty-seven, and then Drew Brees again with a forty-five uh, touchdown pass streak. So just hearing that off the top of my head, that means Drew Brees should statistically be the best fantasy quarterback of all time, based off of this list. Yes. Yeah, I mean that kind of makes sense, right? Because he's, I mean. Apparently he'll always get you to at least a touchdown. He's gonna get you one at least. Yeah. He might get you six picks, but he's gonna get you one. All right. I wanted to. I want to do one thing because normally you're the fucking game master on this thing, and this one's not really a game. It's more of a quiz. And it's which Nick Cage character are you? And I'm going to read off some options. You're going to select the options. And I'm going to, at the end, it's going to tell me which Nick Cage character you are. I know you're, I know you're hoping for Con Air. Obviously. But, but answer truthfully. Okay. Also, I, 
I'm a huge. I, I like Nick Cage. He starred in a lot of my favorite movies. I did not get a movie I liked when I played this game, so I was a little upset, freaked out a little bit. But are you ready to play which Nick Cage character are you? Yes. All right. The first question is: Choose a mode of transportation. Airplane. You have, you're going airplane right away. <laughs> No, Cody, you got to answer truthfully. Oh. <laughs> you can't just set yourself up to be fucking Con Air. God damn, what is his name in Con Air? That's going to bother me. Mm, I don't know. Uh, Why couldn't oh, you damn. put the bunny back in the box? <laughs> All right, the modes of transportation. Seaplane, jetpack, prison airplane, speedboat, vintage Ferrari, diving equipment, black convertible, 1967 Shelby Mustang GT, Arctic Shipwreck, Police Car, 1965 Ford Thunderbird, or Sports Car? Well, if I say Shelby, is that just going to make it gone in 60 seconds? There's many, there's many questions. You said plane right off the bat, so I'm going to pick plane. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, there's seaplane and prison airplane. I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess you want prison airplane. Yeah, obviously, duh. All right. The next one is choose an item of clothing or fashion accessory. Gold chain, Hawaiian shirt, flannel shirt, overalls, leather jacket, snakeskin jacket, white tank top, animal print jacket, expensive suit, superhero costume. White tank top. And honestly, I think you answered that one truthfully, even though I know it. Uh, I just thought of his name. His name is Cameron Poe in the Con Air. Yeah, Poe. <laughs> Poe! Choose a goal. Stealing Eleanor, stealing the Declaration of Independence, taking someone's face off, mm. getting, someone, getting rid of someone's greasy little nephew, partying as hard as possible, getting your soul back, have yourself a critter, revenge, taking down mobsters, or solving a mystery. Uh, I don't know. Taking down monsters. I respect that answer. Let me let me see if I can find that. Taking down mobsters. What a fucking nerd answer. Clearly, <laughs> the Declaration of Independence. All right. <laughs> Choose a weapon. Hand to hand combat. Dual wielding handguns, karate kick, self, uh, no, flaming chains, lemon juice in a hairdryer, disarming southern charm, speed, science, or a chainsaw? Chainsaw. Chainsaw. <laughs> oh, God. Choose a food item lemonade, love, deep fried goods. Barbecue, peach, catered lunch, uh, what the fuck is happening? Or banana nut, a banana nut muffin. Mm. You say love? I did say love, yes. You eat love? <laughs> if you're doing it right. I'm just going to say love because I don't know what that's going to do, but we're going to go with that. <laughs> All right. Choose an animal. <laughs> You're going to have some fucked up things. You're going to end up being Cameron Poe to be pissed. 
because that's who I wanted. All right, choose an animal. Baby deer, bee, alligator, bald eagle, snake, bunny, T-Rex, bat, dog, warthog, cat, or iguana? Well, I want to say bunny because <laughs> why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? But I, so I'm, I'm assuming that bald eagle must be the national, national treasure. National treasure. So I'll just go bunny. <laughs> My daddy is getting out of jail. Choose a quote. Let's ride. I don't know what I hate wearing worse, your face or your body. I'm so sorry I dropped you. I had to save the, save the declaration. Good at getting his ass kicked. He shouldn't call himself ass kick instead. Honey, uh, you want to know who really killed JFK? How did it get burned? How did it get burned? Or everything I take is prescription. Or uh, last one. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? Obviously, why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? <laughs> I was gonna say, oh, surprise, surprise. Which Nicolas Cage character are you? Cameron Poe from Con Air. You're a true hero. Impulse control might not be your strong suit, but you will do anything to protect the innocent and will always go out of your way to save the effing day. No one should mess with you or your bunny unless they're ready to face the consequences. Congratulations, yeah. Cody. You cheated and you got fucking Cameron Poe. That was a good movie. Had like Dave Chappelle in it, John Malkovich. Dave, uh, Ving Rhames, Steve Buscemi. Yeah, Remember when we were talking about movies that were always on TV that we'd watch? Con Air was real, real heavy in my rotation. My dad was a big Con Air fan, so if that was on like TNT or TBS or whatever it popped on... Bet I think it was on watching that. I, I think it was on TNT like every day, just forever. Uh, there is so I'm going to read you what I got. I answered truthfully, knowing damn well I wanted to be Cameron Poe from Con Air, but I had to answer with my heart. And the Nicolas Cage character I am was Johnny Blaze slash Ghost Rider from the film Ghost Rider. Once burned, twice shy. You've made mistakes before and you may have lost your soul, but you've still got your nonchalant attitude and sweet ride. There's a fiery side to you and you're not scared to let it out when evil's nearby. Pretty close. I was going to say, I got a South Korean sports car. I frequently try to jump stuff with it. I've never actually seen the full movie Ghost Rider because it was bad. Yeah, I kind of passed on that one. That one was... Not a great movie. Um, Fucking Nick Cage. I I was reading like some world news articles and this is a sick segue, but um, (laughs) turns out that India is weird about periods. Um, (laughs) That really doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Come on, baby girl. Show Bob and Vagine. So like I was reading, reading this article and it was like, was like talking about how women in India are like shamed for menstruating and how they 
don't really have like a lot of like tampons or pads over there because they think it's a choice to menstruate or not or something like that. Like it's, it's fucked up. What <laughs> like the I, fuck India? Yeah. I like call you guys for, I call you guys for fucking customer support all the time. And you're telling me you're shaming fucking periods. Yeah. Like I'm not a, I'm not a gynecologist. Um, anymore. Used to moonlight is one during college. <laughs> oh, um, I'll take a look, sweetie. It seems like something that's kind of not avoidable unless you're just consistently getting pregnant every cycle. Um, But how the fuck did you think that's a choice? I I don't know. Like they were talking about how, because they don't have a lot of the products because it's not like, it's, it's really faux pas, I guess, for them to like talk about. And like, they, they, I don't know. I couldn't (laughs) believe what I was reading. because This is like really fucked up, but they're like talking about like how they're having to use other shit as substitutes for like tampons and pads and shit. And like one of them was seriously dirt. Like just put oh. dirt in your underwear. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, my God. India. What the fuck? Yeah. It is, tw- it is the Lord's year 2020 and you guys are living in fucking 1386. Yeah. It was, it was pretty fucked up. That yeah. I'm just, how the fuck do they think it's a choice? I do it, not know. <laughs> like, like they're just waking up in the morning and just being like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna menstruate today. I would like to be shamed." Yeah, and well, so that the whole thing is fucked up. But then there was like this woman who was like, like an artist, and she was trying to like, I don't know, make it less of a stigma, and. So then she had like this uh, gallery of photos of like chicks in bloody underwear. So that was also pretty fucked up. God damn. I, I immediately thought you were going to say she was painting with period blood, which, <laughs> which I was not far off. That is, I just can't come on India. And that was you're like, getting... a, that was like a world news article on like BBC.com. Yeah. They were just like, we got to talk about India's period problem. We need to bring this. God damn, I feel bad for those ladies over there. Yeah. That is, you shouldn't have to jam dirt in your underoos. That should, that should not have to happen. Like, why would, did they, does India think that every morning, like, dudes wake up and they're like, no dick bleeds today? Because everyone would choose that. Yeah. I I think if bleeding out of my holes in my body was a choice, I think everybody would choose not to bleed. Yeah. There is, there is, I mean, there's probably some sick people that would choose to, but I certainly would be like, no, <laughs> you would almost see unanimous nose across the board bleeding at all. Not cool. Uh, I saw another, another weird, uh, headline and it was, um, sex toy sales in Colombia um, were at all time high during their quarantine. So really probably could have told you that one, but yeah. I was going to say, all from one house in Madison, South Dakota. <laughs> Which, by the way, we have, we have a new sponsor. I'm selling used fleshlights. <laughs> Run them through the dishwasher first. I thought fleshlights were a joke until I literally like saw one on Amazon and was just like, what the fuck? Turns out, I've been jerking off wrong all these years. Dude, I don't know why. And if my mom's listening, not once. (laughs) I don't know why, but 
for some reason the um the advertisements that pop up on like my facebook i keep getting like this weird like the wish um oh yeah like the wish page or whatever will pop up yep and there was like this dick cyclone that keeps popping up on my <laughs> yeah. so i don't know what in my search history like yes. prompted this 28 dollars dick cyclone but first of all 28 dollars a little bit cheap for me to be sticking my <laughs> willy in um especially when it's like battery operated yeah. i'll say also i don't want to put my dick in anything called cyclone like at all it could cost you could give me one you'd be like yeah it's called the dick annihilator 9000 we're like mm, no no i'm good this is uh this is a tale from the old internet back when the internet was the wild west back when meat spin was very popular mm-hmm. but there was uh i can't remember what site it was on but it was on like one of like the funny funny pictures lists I was looking at. And it was a dude explaining how to make your own jerk off stuff using an orbital sander. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it had like step-by-step instructions, including pictures of this dude, like literally nailing like a PVC pipe filled with like, I want to say, I, I might be remembering this wrong. I hope no one else remembers this, but I want to say it was like cut up like rubber gloves. And <laughs> it was fucking wild, dude. Uh, oh man. Dude, the internet used to rule. Yeah. Wow. Also, this probably explains some of this mental trauma I've been trying to hide. My parents should not have given me my own computer. <laughs> Oh boy. Are you looking at porn? No. Orbital sander jerk off tools. Like that seems like a lot like Yeah, I don't know. That's a lot of time invested into Yeah. I don't know. A lot of wasted time where you could have just been using your hand, I think. Hand. Yeah, I was gonna say you could have been doing it the old fashioned way. Literally the old fashioned way. Uh but like and here's the thing is if that dude knew what to put in the PVC pipe. He'd obviously put other stuff in the PVC pipe. Yeah, he like ran through came, some options. <laughs> he was like, push pins? Packs of, Those uh, are out. Packs, packs of butter? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, and he just, and then one day he saw like rubber gloves sitting there and he's like, I got an idea. <laughs> so, yeah, stay away from the internet, kids. I'm, if, if, I, if I ever have children again, <laughs> allegedly, uh, <laughs> Once again, mom, please quit listening. Uh, I'm keeping them away from the internet until they're at least 20. Like, I'm going to let their brains develop naturally. Because you can't be seeing shit like that when you're 15. It's just going to fuck you up later in life. You're going to be on a podcast with your friend talking about jerk-off stuff. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> All right. Um, I'd, I'd, India, what the fuck? Uh Another great segue here. I was I saw that uh, Apple secured a deal with uh, Scorsese for a new uh, De Niro movie. Um, got Leo. Was it De Niro? Oh got, yes, uh, I saw I saw De- I saw Leonardo DiCaprio was in it. Yeah, like Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, that sounds awesome. I'm it's, totally in. Yeah, based on a nonfiction book. Um, Books about. Nope, I'm out. <laughs> about an FBI investigation of the killings of the Native American Osages during the 1920s. Um, but yeah, it's got Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro in it were the two names I saw. But yeah, I don't know how I'll go about watching it because I don't have Apple TV. But Oh yeah, um, shit, neither do I. 
fuck. But yeah, that sucks. Uh, that sounds awesome. I'll definitely watch that. I, I'm sh- sure since it involves Native Americans, there will be Native American actors cast. So there's a real solid chance someone from South Dakota gets famous. I'm also picturing Robert De Niro playing an old Indian. And it's making me laugh on the inside a lot. Native American, if you will. Native American, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Sorry to our Native listeners. Native Americans settled on the prairies of South Dakota. Indians don't let their women have tampons. Ah, let me jot that down real quick. (laughs) I'm just picturing, because like you've seen me do Robert De Niro face. And I'm just... (laughs) White man come to our land. (laughs) And uh, that is just... Uh, that's tremendous. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. Have you seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yet? I have. That movie ruled. Didn't, uh, you, I mean, didn't you watch like part of it, but you hadn't seen the end of it or something like that? Weren't we talking about that once? Yeah, we might have. No, no, I definitely watched the entire thing. Uh, I think I might have been talking with Jim, Jim about that. Like he hadn't watched it all. Yeah, because uh, when he was like on the fence about it, and I was like, have you seen the whole movie? He's like, well, I haven't seen the end yet, and I was like, oh, yeah, because I was, I was talking, I was talking to Jim about it because he sent me a snap of like, all the movies he bought, and I was like, dude, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's awesome. And whenever he finished it, he was like, holy shit, that movie ruled. Like it was, like, good. I mean, yeah. it was good. I mean, like the whole thing was good, but the the end is pretty fucking yeah. wild. The last like literally like twenty minutes are like probably one of my like favorite chunks of movie. Cause it starts with what every dude has said to like, like when he's with his friend where the part where they were just like, Oh, spoilers alert. Sorry, everyone. Spoiler alerts. Uh, where Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio, like they decide they're not going to be friends anymore. And the last thing they do as friends is just go get fucking absolutely blasted together. <laughs> just like, is it really, is it really, a fr- you're closer, you're closer than brothers, but less than wives. <laughs> and you go and get blackout drunk with your buddy. I was like, God damn, that is accurate. But yeah, he, that, he smokes like a, a doobie acid, that's laced with like LSD. Yeah, acid dip cigarette. He goes on a trip and he's like, wait a minute, I know you. <laughs> oh, God. That whole last 20 minutes is so goddamn good. And also and his dog is awesome, too. Some, yeah. I, yeah, the entire goddamn movie is just like the the last the entire movie is good the last 20 minutes go from take it from quentin tarantino's like yeah it's a pretty good movie to like my favorite quentin tarantino movie and i've already vocalized how much i love django on changing and glorious bastards also cool when he threw bruce lee into that car that's pretty cool <laughs> that was awesome supposedly <laughs> that's based on a true story i hope so that's awesome uh, so, supposedly bruce lee was kind of a dick in real life and that's kind of like one of those things you never really hear about because he died young and you know he's a legend and like that's why like the whole like in the movie they're talking about muhammad ali versus bruce bruce lee and brad pitt's just like bruce lee or, he's like muhammad ali would fucking murder you <laughs> and then he just tosses bruce lee into a fucking car awesome <laughs> dents the shit out of it oh god so good so good a lot of hot chicks playing scuzzy Man- Manson chick dude, ladies. That was kind of weird. I was kind of into it. Whatever. I'm not on trial. I'm not I'm not from India. I'm not the bad guy. Yeah. 
I bet those wild movie. Using, I bet those chicks were using dirt. Yeah. Yikes. That uh, that just reminds me of South Park. It was one of like the really early episodes where they're like there's the organic store and they're selling Cherokee Cherokee hair tampons. And obviously my parents let me watch South Park at a very young age and I did not get that joke. But I was that episode came on like a couple years ago and like I saw the Cherokee hair tampons and I was like, oh, no, <laughs> totally over my head as a 10 year old. I thought you were going to talk about the when Cartman found like the bloody tampon. He's like, you shouldn't have done that. You did the boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, I just I wanted to talk about this just because uh, um, we do talk about UFC a lot. And it's it sounds like Conor McGregor uh, – Conor McGregor tweeted that he agreed to a, a super fight with Anderson Silva at the 176 weight. Oh, what are your thoughts on that? At Anderson, the Spider Silva versus Conor McGregor at one seventy six. Big yes. Uh, yeah, I. That that'll be the heaviest that Conor's ever fought at, right? Yeah, I think he fought. I think he fought Date Diaz at one seventy. Oh, okay. Nick Diaz, one of the Diaz brothers. I, sorry, I get him confused. He I fought. I think Nick. they. Nick. I think eh, I thought it was Nate for some reason, huh. but yeah. Either way, he fought one of them at 170, I believe. I don't know. I think after I don't know, Silva was getting older, and yeah, so he he'd always been like the, so much faster than everybody else. So he always like fuck with his opponents yeah. and like bob his head out in front of him yeah. and shit. And then when Weidman knocked him out that time, I, I, I feel like I feel like Connor is a better striker than oh. Chris Weidman. 1000 percent yeah and i also think when silva literally shattered his leg backwards Mm -hmm. i think think that played with him a little bit because ouch uh i would i will definitely be watching that fight though be cool to see and as i say i mean i'll 100 percent watch it just because that will be awesome i think there is way cooler fights that could happen but and obviously UFC does these all the time where people agree to fights and it just never happens. I mean, John Jones is currently having a fucking mental breakdown on Twitter about not getting able to fight in Ganu. Nailed it. First time. <laughs> I, do you see me warm up to say Nagana? <laughs> I was like, nah, I not processing. today. <laughs> not today. But yeah, I this is something that like, Whatever. If it happens, I will watch it. I'm not going to get myself hyped up for it right now because I need to see some writing in blood. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was everything on my list. That's pretty much all I got. I didn't have a huge, huge uh, lot prepped for today. But yeah, yeah, I was going to say, and the crackling went away. It's good. You, it was it it was it wasn't very bad, and then it got really bad for a hot like. 10 minutes after you kind of fixed it and then it went away. So maybe you had bugs in your cord. I don't know. That's weird. But, yeah. No, no, no longer our problem. It belongs to the <laughs> listeners now. And eventually my defense attorney when I get arrested for robbing a bank. <laughs> but other than that, no, I think it was a pretty solid episode 19. All right. The books. 
See you, see you, cool cats and kittens, in episode twenty. Your boy is out. XOXO. See you later. Bye. Bye.